Got these new iPhone 13 renders coming through, coming at ya. And I know you're a big render guy. Uh, I can't pass up a render because I know you're a big render guy. Sure. You ever rendered anything before? Of course I have. Hey, man, take it easy. I used to work on Maya, actually. Yeah? V-Ray. Easy? Yeah. Bragging? (laughs) Uh... Back in my old days. Yeah, we listen, we know Good times. we've only scratched the surface with Willie Do because uh, yeah. the type of things he's gotten into uh, outside of this show, including the the rendering, the time that you spent at uh, sending rovers to space. Uh-huh. No, I, <laughs> I can't give any credit. No, no, no. That is. Uh, <laughs> we were joking earlier about how difficult that is oh, com- compared to the task of many people at any given time, like just the number of parts and components. I'll be talking about it later in the show. But anyway, so uh, these iPhone 13 renders, something stood out to me. Now, these are provided via Let's Go Digital. It's good looking, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like what they did with the camera section. They've kind of, it looks like it's sort of flattened out a little bit, blacked out, which is a thing that's been rumored in the past. Otherwise, the design of the device looks very similar. Maybe it has a shrunken notch. Not certain on that. What do they say as far as other other specs over here? Uh, Touch ID sensor under the screen. We've heard of this before. OLED display manufactured by Samsung with the smaller notch at the top. Powering the screen should be an updated 5 nanometer A15 bionic processor. These are all things that we could expect to see. An upgrade to the ultra-wide angle camera with an aperture of f1.8. And a LiDAR scanner on there as well. Anyway, that's what the hardware sounds like. But something something popped out to me. That's it right there. That caught me. Cut me off guard. Struck yeah. me. Smacked me upside the head. Made me reevaluate many things. I, I saw that and I thought to myself, wait a sec. Has Apple ever done a purple product? Has there ever been a purple Apple product? Hmm. Picked a well, pepper, Peter Piper. Why did I feel like that when I... Purple. Purple. Wow, it feels great to say the word purple. I don't know if they've done a purple thing. They've done every single shade of pinkish, reddish stuff. They've obviously had the rose in the rose gold type things. Is what that it, purple? They That's call that purple? purple? The iPhone 11, they call that purple? How dare they? Oh, yeah, I guess it is. It's more like a lavender type of thing. I mean, it's not purple purple. Did they, purple, though. <laughs> they really called that purple? <laughs> That's purple. rude. That is the most subtle purple. And how did I forget? I mean, iPhone 11 is not that old ago, a long ago. You're right. It is kind of like a lavender. It's, it's really not purple, but they call it purple. purple. Anyway, this is, I'm talking real purple. Sure. On a render. Let me show you. What, that's purple. That's Toronto Raptors purple. Yeah. Which I might good, get behind. Good callback. It's, it's quite possible, though they rarely wear those type of colors anymore. It's also, you know what other purple it is? It's the Barney dinosaur purple. Yeah. You remember the Barney dinosaur? Big giant dinosaur. Oh no, he's pink. What am I talking about? Uh, uh depending on the photo. Yeah. Depending on the photo. Barney the dinosaur. What depending a cr- on his mood, he changes what color. What crazy. Oh, actually, if you scroll up, there was a purple one, but it wasn't Barney. Look at the le- look at the top. Who like who's that? Oh, weird. <laughs> That's Barney. <laughs> oh, weird. He's got a lot of different shades going on. But anyways, what do you people think? Given the option, iPhone 13, purple. What's the other option they gave us in the renders? Is like another gold? Yeah, gold. They're giving you gold and purple to choose from. 
Uh, I think it's cool to see. I mean, it's fully expected that there's going to be even more colors to choose from. Color seems to be the thing right now. Selection seems to be the thing right now. Everybody wants that personal touch. Mm -hmm. And I think it's about time mm -hmm. that Apple embraces the purple phone. Yes, absolutely. 13 could be the perfect opportunity. Lots more to come. First, a word from our sponsor, Mint Mobile today. I mean, who doesn't want to save a few bucks on their wireless? Who doesn't want premium wireless starting at $15 a month with nationwide coverage? I'm talking about, oh, I don't know, unlimited talk and text and high-speed data? Oh, yes, I don't know. Please. Oh, I don't know. Does that bother you, Will? Does that make you uncomfortable trying to imagine unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network? By going online only, you eliminate the traditional costs of retail, and that's how Mint Mobile passes those savings on to you. You can find your perfect plan on there. Willie Do's highlighting a couple of different ones right over there. Once again, reminder, starting at 15 bucks a month. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. You can switch over to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. You know, I like to bring my own phone. I don't want the special uh, incentive to have to get the phone from the carrier right. and all the tying up of the thing. I like to pick my own phone most of the time, Well, and I go where I go. Sure. I pop a SIM here. I pop a SIM there. Yeah. And also, I mean, there's a variety of new phones here if you decide to buy a new phone. They got some phones listed They're as well. pretty recent, too. A couple of offers, a couple of limited time. You can go check it out for yourself. All you got to do is head over to mintmobile.com slash Lou later. Once again, that's mintmobile.com slash Lou later. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash Lou later. Don't forget the slash Lou later so they know we sent you thanks to Mint Mobile for sponsoring this show. You can click the link in the description as well if that's easier than typing. It out. All right, here's another thing Apple is up to. They are reportedly making a magnetic battery pack. It could be a MagSafe add-on. You know they did the wallet. You know they did the charger. Mm. And we have seen accessory companies in the past do these type of uh, modular setups where you can buy a case from them, maybe like a battery case, and then it could have like a pebble-type wireless charger that would slap onto the back of it. I've seen this thing implemented but never just right on the phone itself because the phones themselves didn't have the magnets on it. Mm -hmm. Well, there is a lot of talk about Apple moving beyond the port, the lightning port, and even jumping, jumping straight over USB Type-C. And that means you need more options for power. Wireless charging is fantastic, as you're aware. But, oh yeah, by the way, he's going back to the, uh, to the renders because there's no port yeah. on the render, a lot of renders. People doing renders love the no port. You know what I mean? Then they don't have to render the port. Mm -hmm. And you would know because of your his history rendering. Sure, yeah. No no ports. It's a big no-no. <laughs> In the rendering community, uh -huh. the ports are a no-no. Anyway, so this could help Apple in that march towards a portless future. They could say, everything's with the magnet anyway. If you want to plug in the, the wireless charger brick thing, plug that in, charge that, then slap that to the back of the phone and charge while it's in your pocket. Yeah. This is the idea. Now, obviously, there's complications with such a thing because you're creating heat when you're charging and your pocket can already be hot. You catch me on a hot day, it's a hot pocket. 
delicious. <laughs> no, 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 not the delicious kind. No, 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 not the delicious kind. I'm saying I get, I can heat up. I was thinking about this the other day. Maybe I was talking to Mo. Maybe I was talking to Kirk about how you know I'm built for this climate over here. I don't mind the cold. Yeah. But you catch me in the desert. You catch me at Las Vegas for the for the CES show. You catch me in Dubai. You catch uh -huh. me in India, China, etc. Yeah. It's a hot <laughs> pocket. <laughs> it's a hot pocket. Yeah. All right. And I then I have you. to walk around in search of ice water and air conditioned in your hot pocket. Yes, and air conditioned yeah. premises. Uh huh. In which case, I don't know if you remember that time in China I was do, shooting yeah. that video. I think I was stripping down. I think I was removing clothing. Yeah. I think I, I might have. I think forget. I might have pants off. <laughs> to be fair, did I? Impu out uh, or just? I don't think so. I no. think I did. Oh, you weren't there. You can't uh -huh. weigh in, uh, dude. I, I wasn't there. If you, I uh, think I was, I was in that. I, I think I was in that office building, and I was waiting for ice water, which is impossible to get in Shenzhen. I'm kidding. All right, relax. And I think I was removing clothing items. To okay. try to prepare. Well, I, I was probably out of the building. Prepare myself. Know. You probably ran away, which is a smart yeah. move. But anyway, so this is going to add some heat because you're having this power transmission. Wireless chargers create heat. So there's these are things you're going to have to figure out in engineering. But there was already talk of them doing a stronger magnet, if mm -hmm. you recall, because some people wanted that. And it's a differentiating factor for them as a brand, as a, as a, as a phone. There's not a lot out there that has the magnet in it. So everything they can build on top of that helps them have this extra incentive to choose the iPhone and then also lock you into the ecosystem if you have all these variety of power accessories kind of exclusive to your phone. Sure. And also you can char or you, you can share the battery pack too with your friend or family member. So long as they useful. also purchase. If they have an iPhone. Apple branded goods. Yeah. You see how it goes, Willie. Yeah. You might even send them an iMessage to let them know you're about to share your MagSafe battery pack. Yeah. See how it goes, Willie. Give them a heads up. Uh, Huawei is going to be cutting its smartphone shipments in half this year. They have let their uh, various suppliers know not to expect similar orders to the past. This U.S. sanction situation has uh, obviously made its impact. It worked. I guess it worked as far as crippling Huawei. The company has told suppliers it plans to order a significantly lower number of smartphone components this year. Its handset shipments are expected to decline by more than 60%, actually. According to Nikkei, Nikkei Asia, Huawei has informed suppliers that it plans to order enough components for 70 to 80 million smartphones this year, with a, which is a drop of more than 60% compared to the 189 million phones that the company shipped in 2020. Some suppliers expect Huawei to further cut that number and order enough components for only 50 million handsets. Wow. So they're, they, they're still in there. They exist. You have the CEO of the company who's now petitioning the new president, uh, Biden. So you have Ren Zhang Fei. He's petitioning Biden. He says, okay, Trump's gone. Let's sort it out. Yeah. He said, let's have a meeting, mm -hmm. whatever. Apparently, nothing's been sorted out. Biden ain't having it. Biden oh. ain't hearing it so far. I mean, maybe he's going to hear it. I don't know. But so far, nothing has opened up, so they had to cut the thing, which uh, they've got some interesting stuff coming out, including this uh, Mate X2 foldable next week. Oh, yeah. But it appears like, you know, as far as the market for it, it's a shrunken market. Hmm. And... Uh, 
increasingly it's tough for people outside of China to consider these devices with, well, even if the store showed up, even if you were able to get Google services on these devices, like snap of the fingers, Biden says, all right, fine, here's the pen stroke. Mm -hmm. You're still a little bit nervous because you're like, man, it's a big investment. I spent $1,000 on this thing or more. And I'm concerned that those rules could change again. Yeah. So it's when it comes to a brand and branding and once the damage is dealt, it's hard to flip it around, which is why they sold the Honor brand and maybe they just sell the premium portion of the smartphone brand. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Branding, man. Here's another thing they could do, or they are doing. They could just turn to pig farming. Tried and true. Okay. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. <laughs> I want to just leave you with that for a minute. Not the pig farming itself, but modernizing pig farming. I don't know if you knew this, Will, but uh, pig farming in China is kind of a big deal. China has the world's biggest pig farming industry. It's home to half of the world's live hogs. You didn't know that. No. Half. Holy. I mean, it's got billions of people, but... Anyway, Huawei wants to be involved in modernizing the pig farming uh, strategy in order to deal better with uh, the weight, diet, exercise, building in AI that can identify individual pigs. Like, you can't identify an individual pig. No, I cannot. Like, if you go in this place and it's got 1,000 hogs... You're like, that's a hog, that's a hog, that's a hog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of them has a spot on its shoulder. No, you, no way, Will. You don't know these things. Yeah. I it, bet you, though, there's some farmer who's tu tuned in and tuned up. And he's saying, I don't need no AI. I know exactly which hog that is. Yeah. Because he's just, for so long, got the experience. But if you have, like, hundreds? Thousands. I mean, yeah, thousands. Yeah, that guy knows. Uh, that guy knows. Does he? Well, I'm saying you'd be surprised with experts in anything. Mm. It's amazing how yeah, I, sophisticated yeah. people can become sure. if they do enough of something. Repetition. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying you would fail horribly and so would myself. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, they want to do facial recognition, AI, so that they can detect diseases and track individual pigs without actually having to do so in a labor-intensive way manually that these, these systems could pick up diseases, pick up, because they could pick up a hog that has, for example, mm. its behavior is altered right. in a way uh, mapped across what the normal thing would be, and then identify that specific one, pull it out, test it sooner, mm -hmm. things like this. So yep. it's not just Huawei that wants a piece of this business, but they're just looking at ways to diversify their business and to modernize traditional businesses, this being one of them. Just kind of a funny transition that I could not avoid because I had, I went straight from Huawei cutting smartphone shipments to Huawei turns to pig farming. Like I couldn't, I couldn't ignore yeah. that combination of things. It was presented to me and it, and it, and it <laughs> you got something this else. This article right? is very strange. Like it's just talking about, uh. You're talking cars? smack about the BBC right now? <laughs> cars, and then there's coal mining. 
It's got it's got, with, uh, it's got everything in it. Huawei. It's, it's got anything in it, in it that very, you want. Uh, Earlier this month, Huawei founder and chief executive Ren Changfei announced a mining innovation lab in northern China. Look, they're trying to diversify, man. Sure. Yeah. You would do the same thing. Yeah, Samsung does it. You would do the LG same thing. LG does it. You would do the same thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. You would do the same thing. <laughs> oh, how about this? Perseverance rover lands successfully on Mars. Uh... Shout out. Damn! Stuff is hard! Uh-huh. I watch a video and they're like, touchdown, and they're like, woo! And I'm like, no! That's Mars! I felt like somebody had to be shouting. Yeah. But then again, that's normally what I feel. Uh-huh. And uh, you were suggesting I should do it here on this show. So then, therefore, Hopefully, there can be some level of uh, r rubbing off of enthusiasm here. Oh, that's cool. Look what Google did. That is cool what Google just did. Did you know it was going to do that? No, I didn't. Give, give that one more go. Okay. Give that a refresh. Check it out. Boom! By the way, he's, he the just screen. Googled Mars Perseverance, and the entire Google page is fireworks. Celebration fireworks. So that's very cool. Anyway, I watched a lot of content on this. So many people that worked on it. Such a long trip. It all comes down to this final seven minutes as the, as the entire package tries to slow down in order to make its landing approach on actual Mars. And then this lag time of transmission because it's so far away, trying to get the message. Is it okay? Uh -huh. Is everything all right? We've been working for years on this. And just examining the rover itself, autonomous controls and... Uh, all of materials and parts. I said to you, how many parts go into this thing? How many engineers are developing just one specific tiny part that yeah. will be a part of the rover itself? And they don't design it to look nice. Everything is designed for utility. Function. Yes. Function. And and all while knowing so that the whole thing could fail and that, and that your work might not work out. Uh, some really cool features here, including the little drone attachment, the stowaway helicopter, everything coming off solar, and uh, and, and, off and the samples. Yeah, and then that's the other thing. So this time around, the rover is going to collect samples of the Martian surface, and it will actually leave them on the surface to be collected at a later date by the by some next vehicle, which will then uh, actually send those samples back to Earth. Yes. What a I mean, you could watch the animations. This uh -huh. is incredibly, it's so far away, it's hard for you to fathom uh, organizing something like this. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, Will, you could show me a schedule and be like, this is all the things you have to do in this day. And I'd be like, ah! Oh! It's just one. Clean the pantry. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing on the to-do list. I collapse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just... Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I really feel that it's hard to comprehend the magnitude of the thing because it sort of fits in with all the other events in our internet lives. Like it's just another YouTube video or it's just another YouTube live stream. But at the same time, you need to adjust your vision a little bit to say, no, it's not. It's actually not. It's actually the culmination of something far more sophisticated and labor intensive and all the rest of it. So. Oh. Anyway, I just wanted to give a shout out. Your favorite video is this one. The insane yeah. engineering of the Perseverance rover from Real Engineering on YouTube. You can go check this one out. Willie do really like that one. 
obviously Mark Rober made a video as well. He mm -hmm. was formerly at NASA himself. Anyway, just super exciting, cool. Get the samples back at some point. Figure out if life was ever there. Wow, Mars. Congrats. Oh, and we got the Mars donut yesterday to oh, celebrate. Yeah. Almost oh, yeah. forgot. Let Crazy me, uh... Willie Do found a way to get his get his body to a Krispy Kreme donut and find the one day only celebration donut, the Mars donut. <laughs> and check that baby out. Now I will explain it to you because we we is. all ate one. Actually, right Mo, there. you didn't eat one. Okay, well, uh, myself, Will, and Kirk ate one. Let's see how it actually looks like. Here. This is a caramel icing with some cookie crumble. We talked about it on a previous show. And the inside was the most surprising. A very chocolatey center. Yes. With a chocolate cream filling, but, but almost like a mousse sort of. Like, not like a pudding. Like a lightweight, but a strong chocolate fit flavor. And you can't even link to it anymore. Because it's a one day only. The Mars Donut. Yeah. Super oh. limited, one day only. They took it off the site, but it was a wonderful time. It's shout delicious, out to, by the way. Delicious, oh. and shout out to Willie Do for pulling it off. Yeah. Because I didn't think it was going to happen, and he actually got it, and we actually ate it. I don't know. Have we talked about this next story? Have we talked about the PlayStation 5 controller problems? I don't remember. No. Okay. We skipped it last episode. So there's been this lawsuit, class action, I guess, around... Uh, the jo joystick joystick drift on PlayStation 5 controllers. Apparently, this is a thing that can plague any analog thumbstick mm -hmm. situation. Uh, I haven't personally experienced it. However, I have to admit that I haven't put logged a tremendous number of hours on so a what is PlayStation it? 5. Let's just get it out there. Are you trying to put me on the rails here? Uh, what is a... Would you would you care to explain drift? to us, Will? Since uh, I can only guess, but uh, I'm <laughs> sure you can... You know, have I a think Will just told him move along. He's like, "All right, all right, go ahead." Yeah, what's this controller drift? <laughs> I'm concerned. It's it's when you are moving in a particular direction, take your thumb off of the thumbstick. It's in a stationary position, right? But the character in the game continues to drift in that direction. I see. It's receiving some sort of uh, slight input that is unintended. You don't want it, obviously. Mm -hmm. You don't ever want a controller moving without you intending to move now there's a number of reasons why this can happen and of course i fix it as aimed to get to the bottom of it the original class action lawsuit was around sony knowing this was an issue and then this uh, end user suggesting that the warranty program that sony offers was not uh, convenient or sufficient as far as replacing it like he was gonna have to ship it back on his own dime and a bunch of other things along those lines. So anyway, I fix it, cracked it open, and they identified the maker of the joystick modules, a company called Alps Alpine. <laughs> what, what a name, Alps Alpine, a Japanese company. And they saw that on the spec sheet for that particular joystick, uh, there was an operating life cycle of two million cycles on that series. And by iFixit's estim estimation, after measuring the controller interactions of one of its own engineers, it could mean that someone gaming for two hours a day could begin to experience issues in as little as four to seven months, depending on the game. This, is, this, all, I, this all comes down to your input, doesn't it? It all comes down to 
your input, the game that you're playing, how often you're uh, uh, activating this potentiometer. It's very complex stuff, but it is possible. Yes, of course it's possible that, that, that you could have run into this particular issue. Now, I kind of have a little history with this. Not the drift itself, but thumbstick issues on the earliest Gen 1 PlayStation 4. And I think I'm, I think, I don't, I maybe no, maybe I didn't make a video. It was about, it was about the stuff wearing down. The, whatever material that they put on the surface of the PS4, the rubber that was on the thumbstick was wearing off super easily. It was Gen 1 stuff. So it was on the early models. And I thought it was an issue, but so, Sony quickly fixed it. They, they, they stealth fixed it. And they changed the material, and then it was never a problem afterwards. So my thinking is that they could do the same thing here. They could come come along and uh, improve improve the performance. Yeah, you're, you're getting the picture. That's exactly what was happening, particularly in games with a lot of forward motion where you were constant. That's the one right on the bottom edge. With a lot of forward motion, I was playing NBA 2K in those days, and you're constantly pushing up because the camera swivel. You're always pushing up on the bottom start part, part of the thumbstick. Anyway, they fixed it. I think they'll figure out how to fix this, but some people want to get paid in the meantime for their damages and problems, and that's what the class action's all about. But anyway, you can go check out the teardown on iFixit if you want even more information. It's kind of actually pretty cool to see mm -hmm. the teardown, but you can see those uh, components that are in use and then look up the spec sheet yourself. And, and also, I guess, weigh in down in the comments if you have a PlayStation 5. Are you experiencing this drift or not yet? Have you heard about this situation in Texas with the cold? Uh-huh. I have. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, especially on TikTok. Like, it's all Texas. Frozen homes and I'm sen I'm sensing a trend here, Will. What, TikTok? Yeah. Uh, like TikTok. TikTok. Your number of TikTok references on this show are skyrocketing. Yeah. Starting to remind. I, I'm a fan, you know. Are you, do you have an agenda? Maybe. <laughs> Secret TikTok promotions in the show? Yeah. Uh, yeah, te uh, Texas got hit with a, with a, with a storm, with a, like a, a you know, a once in a hundred year type of cold snap. Mm -hmm. that that they were unprepared for and experienced well i mean of course i'm prepared for i mean maybe not of course but Jesus. an unlikely it's an unlikely event and that's what happens with these natural events will i'm not mm -hmm. trying to turn it into anything more than that it's an unexpected event and an unexpected event often leads to unexpected consequences mm -hmm. that's just that's kind of the way things go anyway uh, the reason I chose this story, I mean, obviously there's a lot of people suffering. If you're in Texas, shout out. Hope you're doing well. Hope you found the warmth. Hope you figured something out. Yeah. Because it's, it's for real. It is actually like- and I no mean, power. Like I've seen people are freezing indoors. I've seen uh, a lot of water damage as this, as this stuff starts to melt. Yeah. It's, Broken pipes. A lot of places are not insulated there the same way as here. Uh, obviously the- uh, The- uh, power setup power generation and and uh, distribution and everything got disrupted right yeah. so power and heat 
anyway, the reason I chose this story because Tesla Powerwalls actually worked to help some people who found themselves in this situation. You can see oh. the electricity at this one house on the street over here. Uh, these, of course, are the things that, you know, it goes in the garage and the solar panel powers up the battery pack. The battery pack acts sort of like a, a battery generator, power generator. Hmm. It's Well, it's just power stored on the battery, but they're huge batteries, so you can actually run your house, uh, or at least a portion, the important portion of your house for a period of time. Uh, I don't have one of these things, p potentially up to, like, 48 hours or something. And uh, what is it here? Yeah, well, here's a, here's an example. There's a screenshot of 22.5 total backup hours inside of one uh, battery. Houston Sunrun customer and employee Robert Soldat has a home solar and battery system that provided him nearly 46 hours of backup power during the rotating blackouts. 46 hours is not bad, Will. Yeah, that's I mean, that's going to get you through most blackouts. Uh-huh. And I know there's going to be some people watching saying, well, can't you just have a generator? Sure, you can have a generator. You're going to have to have fuel on hand for something like this. And that's probably smart, too, mm -hmm. as, a, as, a, as an alternative method. But it's still cool, nonetheless, to see how some of these technologies can, can well, help out in a, in a pr pretty serious time of need. Like, you know, you know how you love a gadget or a product when you really need it and it comes through? Yes. Like, this is the ultimate version of that moment. You had this battery sitting there. You know, you told your wife or husband or uh -huh. whoever, like you bought this thing and you're like, this is going to come in handy. One right? day. This, One this day, is honey. really important. Yeah. And then you get the 100 year cold snap and you power up the battery and you look down the street and you're like, damn, it actually did matter. Uh -huh. And so that's kind of cool. But certainly people should, should probably, when it comes to emergencies, have multiple sources of energy and energy options yes because you don't know mm -hmm. exactly what you're in for uh now that's a tesla product here's another here's another tesla story actually more specifically elon talking more about that bitcoin purchase which many found to be interesting many found to be motivating he has explained the 1.5 billion dollar bitcoin buy as not something he's super into but instead just something that's slightly better than money regular money he clarified in a couple of tweets here tesla's action is not directly reflective of my opinion having some bitcoin which is simply a less dumb form of liquidity than cash is adventurous enough for an s p 500 company to be clear i am not an investor i am an engineer I don't even own any publicly traded stock besides Tesla. However, when fiat currency has negative real interest, only a fool wouldn't look elsewhere. Bitcoin is almost as BS as fiat money. The keyword is almost. So he's taking shots at the dollar, even kind of taking shots at Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but in the meantime, still purchasing 1.5 billion worth of it because it's ever so slightly better than fiat currency. So right. I presume what he's talking about negative real interest is relative to inflation. Yeah. You're just you just want to look at his uh his his updated what, what is that? profile picture on Twitter. It looks like some kind of anime character wearing a Bitcoin shirt yeah. and over top of a Bitcoin symbol. Am I right about this? Seems like it. Why the laser eyes? What 
What does that mean? Is that a meme that I'm unaware of? Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure either. Anyway, could be a meme. Anyway, he's big. He's he's into the crypto right now. That should be obvious, and he's over here explaining it. A lot of this stemmed from an earlier uh, conversation that also happened on Twitter. If you scroll down, I didn't notice this the first time around. This guy Michael Saylor, who was another uh, investor CEO actually of MicroStrategy, I guess it's an investment firm of some kind. Uh, he announced his company had accumulated 1.3 billion worth of crypto himself. To which Elon asked, are such large transactions even possible? To which Michael responded, yes, I have purchased over 1.3 billion in BTC in the past months and would be happy to share my playbook with you offline from one rocket scientist to another. Mm. That's an interesting way to put it. From one rocket, like this is a discussion just for rocket scientists. Yeah. Willie Do's not allowed on this. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do that allowed. part offline. Uh -huh. offline where there's so in a room full of rocket scientists yeah not on clubhouse either no unless it's a strictly rocket scientist clubhouse yeah, yeah that's guess. the only way maybe they'll let putin in <laughs> <laughs> uh youtube tv has put together a bundle to get you hbo max showtime and stars inside of your youtube tv subscription I saw them advertising the YouTube TV to you on your homepage. They were uh -huh. looking for money from you, Will. Uh huh. But I don't think you watch a lot of that stuff. No. Maybe well, we'll... I do watch YouTube. But no, not no, no. TV. I meant, I meant the TV portion. No. Nope. Maybe you no. watch sports here and there. I don't know. Yeah, here and there. Here, okay. Jeez, apologize, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to it... get the whole bundle for it. No, I know. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. The cable stuff is out of control. I hear yeah. you. Following yesterday's news that HDR and offline downloads are also coming as add-ons to YouTube TV. That's kind of cool. Okay. You, you like offline. Yeah. You like HDR. Sure. Anyway, there's a new Entertainment Plus bundle today, which will give you access to those three mentioned cable networks that I mentioned previously. Uh, HB, I think the coolest one, at least, I don't know, for me, is HBO Max. You know, they're doing the same day and date uh, releases and things. Mm -hmm. So I can see that as being compelling. So uh, you're, you save about five bucks if you get them all together for $29.99. Otherwise, you'd be paying $15, $11, and $9. They've also got a bundle for sports. It's called Sports Plus, which gives you NFL Red Zone, Fox College Sports, Goal TV, Fox Soccer Plus, Mav TV Motorsports, Network TV, G and Stadium for $10.99 a month. They're coming for your TV dollars. They don't want to just uh, publish and broadcast shows like this one, Will. No. They want that premium content. Yeah. Not this trash. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> oh, you sent this one to me. An entire second floor pop-out tiny RV with the most killer feature. An elevator! Up to a like a full 360 sunroom. Look at that. This is so cool. Okay, so it's an RV, and the name of it is the Maxis Life Home V90 Villa Edition. I guess that's your villa that pops up on top. So it's actually a pretty slim van, a typical van type of form factor. But then you park, and the sides pop out, and the lid pops up for a whole new floor. Which, cool. in this particular implementation, there's a table up there and a few spots to eat. And it's surrounded by windows. 
And yeah. because it's, you know, it would be hard to get a type of like a staircase or something, take up more space. And there's a balcony, it looks there's like. There's a balcony and a transparent, oh, a transparent TV. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Once you get up there so it doesn't screw up your sight lines and you're just having a time. Could you road trip in something like that, Will? Definitely. This would be the only thing I'll road trip with. So once these uh, these side slide out walls jump out, it increases the floor space to 215 square feet inside the RV when it's parked. There's a fairly spacious sleeping berth located above the driver's cab, which leaves more room in the back for a large L-shaped couch and respectably sized kitchen. Other amenities include LED lighting throughout, touchscreen interfaces on the walls, voice controls, and a transparent OLED TV backed with a window so you can still enjoy a picturesque view outside while catching up on Netflix. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's some van life stuff. Oh, this is the Mortal Kombat trailer. I haven't watched it yet. I don't know. Do we watch it together? Are we allowed? Kirk told uh, me to watch so. it. Kirk came storming in the office yesterday and said, have you seen the Mortal Kombat trailer? He I was, was like, in his Sub-Zero outfit. I was like, whoa, whoa, man. Are they doing another Mortal Kombat? He's like, yes, obviously. What's that sound? Oh. But I was trying to explain when I was a kid, the original movie came out and it had the song, you know, uh-huh. and you always like fight your friends and stuff when that track would come on. It'd be very <laughs> just immediately punch them. Yeah, you start fighting, you know, because <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden it's Mortal Kombat. You're sure. easily influenced as a youngster. You're well aware of this. Anyway, yeah. let's play the clip. Let's catch a few seconds of it at least. Okay, well, you know, I'm just going to put it on and then you can react. Just put it on. I'm not going to show it, though, because, you know. Why can't you show it? I can't. Yeah, you can. Can I? Yeah, it's a trailer. You can show oh, it. Okay, fine. What was that? Oh, that's Sub-Zero right there. That's what you just mentioned. Froze the gun. Oh, busted the arm. So that guy becomes the Jax guy? Yeah. I think they're swearing in this. So. Have you already watched this? I did, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He's. Oh. All right. Upgraded Mortal Kombat. No problem. Is that Sonya Blade? Yeah. Cool. As Mortal Kombat. A lot of uh, special effects, uh, blood and things, you <laughs> uh, know? Yeah. I guess that's what you're looking for. Liu Kang, you gotta have Liu Kang. Although, it, kind of, it seemed like Liu Kang is not the main character. Is he the main character? What's going on here? Uh, Raiden, that was my dude! My dude was Raiden! Uh-huh, yeah, he's in there. Scorpion, all right. Oh, what's that Goro. dude's name with the arms? It's Goro. Can't remember. Goro. 
It's like the final boss, right? Yeah. 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 What, you got a scorpion versus sub-zero battle going on? Yeah. Which makes sense. I don't know. What are our feelings here, Will? Do we have feelings right now? It's cool. Okay. You, it's cool, is what you say to me. Oh, there you go. HBO Max. Speaking of yeah. HBO Max, it yeah, goes yeah. over there as well. Uh, are, would you consider yourself to be pumped right up? I think this is probably the best Mortal Kombat movie. That's not saying much, though, <laughs> to be honest. Right, Mo? Am I right? Yeah. You sound pumped right up to me. Um, but, uh... Yeah, I don't know. It's cool fighting it, and action and... Yeah. You know. It, it looks good. I'm curious. Yeah. All right. Really do. There you go. What, how do you feel about it? I, I don't know. I'm... Uh, no, you're not happy? What were you expecting? Why am I... Yeah, combat? why am I not happy? I, should I be happier? What's uh, the matter with me? <laughs> What are you I, feeling right now? I saw... Maybe it's because the way your mind remembers something is... I'm oh, sitting are you here, being nostalgic right now? Well, no, I'm just thinking, okay, they're all fighting and... Yeah. What else are they doing with the story? Is it the same thing again? I mean, it seems... Did they really... What really changed? Like, how, what percentage of the movie is, this, is the... Okay, I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. Maybe, maybe there's some element. I'm probably not going to see it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, where am I going to watch this? I guess I got to get, I got to get HBO Max. That's how I could watch it. Yeah, it's Mortal Kombat. Come on. Now. I will watch it. I will watch it for the action. I will watch sure. it for, for the, for the fun of it. Are you rooting for anyone? Um. A certain character? Well, isn't it, doesn't it have to be? Liu Kang? Like a bad guy can't win. No. Yeah. See, that's the problem. I want Raiden. Isn't Raiden good? Is he? Well, I think so. Is Raiden good? Yeah. But he got those eyes like At that. At certain points, he's bad. He gets corrupted. Is Raiden good or bad? I mean, is there like a whole lore with this it, thing? Oh yeah, oh yes. Uh, haven't you seen any of the games? It's uh, yeah. It's I mean, huge. I play the games, but I'm not. You know, is Raiden good? Okay, I thought that Raiden is a good He's guy, but good. some people say that Raiden is a bad guy. He's neutral. Oh, maybe uh, someone can scream at us in the comments. Formerly good guy, but now neutral. I personally don't think Raiden is neutral as it means not taking part or giving assistance to a disagreement. I agree. I think we can still classify Raiden as a good guy, but now he's more of an anti-hero instead of just the usual hero. I'm on the fandom. I'm on mortalcombat.fandom.com. Yeah. So, so if his, anybody knows, they know. I guess his lore is getting more complex. That himself. Oh. <laughs> Oh boy. Did he just say his lore is getting more complex? Uh. <laughs> Are you gonna come back? 
This guy just walks out of the set. Jesus. <laughs> Mortal Kombat uh, is all about lore. How did we get to a point lore? on this show you. where we could have a sentence, his lore is getting more complex? Well, that's what it's, uh, what it's about. It's all Mortal downhill Kombat. from here, Will. We're dead after that statement. It's already dead. Anyway, yeah, I want to see the, the, ac uh, the action and special effects, okay. but I don't know how deep I'm going to do the lore, all right? All right. I don't know how deep I'm going to do the lore. Check this out. Two women in Florida dress as old grannies to get the vaccine. <laughs> Is that all you have to do in Florida? Like. What? Be don't you have to register yeah, you gotta be, and like actually. No. Be you just got to be 65 are? or older. Oh. And uh, this was a 34-year-old and a 44-year-old woman that dressed up as grannies in order to get the vaccine so they could receive their second shot. They effectively got the first shot. Oh. But when they went for the second shot, they got called out. And the police actually figured them out and banned them. And I don't know if they wanted to press charges or what. Here's the quote. You know what you have done? You've stolen a vaccine from someone that needs it more than you. And now you're not going to get your second one. So that's a whole waste of time. We just wasted here on this. So we're at the point right here. But just for your selfishness of stealing a vaccine. Whoa. And uh, then they follow it up. Okay, this is a trespass warning. You are hereby warned that you are not licensed or incited to be on these premises and may be arrested if you refuse to leave or return at any time in the future at this building or the other buildings, the parking garage, everything, anything, the whole property here. It's ridiculous that you're even here right now. That's what the deputy said. Not very happy, obviously. Now, what's weird is they didn't look super old in the video clip that I found, but maybe their disguises were already taken off because the original article that I read... Uh, suggested that they were wearing like a bonnet and like old lady outfits but that's them there you can play a little bit of the clip if you want is them this is them getting caught they seem kind of apologetic i mean even though i guess people are not going to be that's a whole waste of time we just wasted here on this and we're not even sure if they're going to press charges against you and take it now i don't know if they had false identification to go with it they must have right because yeah. at some point you have to id yourself mm -hmm. so they they must have been doing both scamming the id and then and then also the physical disguise but they got figured out somebody knew they weren't what they said they were and obviously people really want this vaccine and they're going to some some uh pretty extended type of uh, approaches here to in an attempt to do it uh, obviously nobody wants this type of thing here no i guess they got well they got the first one yeah and then maybe they, they just went back for the second really wanted the second well one. no because I, I i no no they got the first one disguised as old ladies too oh they got found out coming back for the second one oh so they weren't able to get the follow-up and, and depending on these vaccines, the effectiveness will has to do with the, how many doses and everything else. But how about that? That's a state of 2021. We got like, we got people dressing up as old ladies trying to get vaccines on a Wednesday in 2021. Yeah. I don't know if it's a the Wednesday, nerve. but uh, 
Wow, what a crazy story that is. Here's another one. Snowblowers recalled amid winter storms over amputation hazard. You don't have a snowblower, do you? I do, yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Wow. Is it a Toro branded? Uh, I don't think so. Is it red? What color is it? Green. Green. Like, what is it, a John Deere? What do you got going on over there? Uh, I don't know. It may, it may be. Hey, either way, you're blowing snow. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, uh, have you ever examined how it actually operates? I did, yeah. I'm curious. I'm not going to tell you how it works. Why? If that's what you're saying. Why? Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> it's like a coil, right? Where the snow goes in and then the coil kind of leads them into like a tube that just kind of blows it out, right? Yeah. Does that look uh, dangerous to you at oh, all? Oh, yeah. What's the dangerous part? The coils. Mm. It's it's kind of sharp. Mm. And it kind of leads you, leads the snow into like this little tube. Yeah. So that part that you're talking about is called the auger that you're the calling auger. a coil. Yeah, it's called okay. the auger. And uh, Toro's recalling 6,700 snowblowers because of a faulty auger that can fail to disengage when the lever is released, posing an amputation hazard. So presumably what happens here, now nobody did this, but they're putting a recall out anyways, but... so the way that this would be an issue is that the auger itself at the bottom part would not disengage. It would keep spinning and then somebody would try to manually stop it. Oh yeah. That's not a good idea. Like would try to manually either put a hand in there or a foot. And so I'm reading through this article. I'm like, for, first of all, that's a terrifying proposal. But then I end up in the comment section over here and people saying, Having owned and still own snowblowers, I have never stood in front of one while it was running and stick my hand or foot in to see if it was still rotating. Mm. If you are inclined to do that, you need to buy a couple of shovels instead or move to a warmer place. Yeah, I agree with them. Followed by dead on, common sense is seriously lacking nowadays. Followed by ditto. Followed by pro tip, if the auger does not disengage, do not attempt to stop the auger with your hand or arm. Turn off the machine. People are mad. I've owned a couple blowers in my life, and regardless of the defect, moving or not, anyone who sticks their hands in the auger deserves whatever they draw back. If you can't figure that one out, let someone else blow your snow. Mm. <laughs> Harsh yeah. in the comments. Pro tip. <laughs> Harsh really, in the comments, but yeah, I get what they're saying. Really it is. I suppose there's the common sense aspect to it, but... Uh, what can you say? It's a pretty, uh, it would be a terrifying result mm -hmm. for somebody who didn't follow the protocol. And obviously Toro doesn't want to get sued and, uh, therefore they're going to put the recall out there. And, so and did it happen? It's going to have to get fixed either way. No, no, it hasn't. But it's just there has a been, disclaimer. So, so they have the lever, which, yeah. which engages the auger, gets it spinning and it can't, the faultiness is it won't disengage. Mm. So people may panic and do something dumb mm -hmm. because they can't turn it off. They can't disengage right, right. it. And so that's the reason for the recall. They're saying without getting it repaired due to the recall, then it could pose that particular risk. But the same goes for lawnmowers. And yeah. I mean, yeah. any type of equipment Willie Do would use on a Saturday afternoon in the springtime. Mm. 
or the winter time. <laughs> the winter, yeah. Or the summertime. Either way, I'm using I it. I moved to lawnmower and then and I had yeah, to go back to snowblower. You. I get it. All right, this is the last one of the day. How about the pet by the name of Fufu who begins to cry into the security camera after her owners have left for Chinese New Year celebrations? Uh, have you seen this yet? No, I haven't. Oh, I'm surprised because it was popular on TikTok. Was it? Ooh, I'm surprised. <laughs> so surprised. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, I don't know, the cat is probably not actually crying. It does have some watery eyes, though. And uh, you scroll down here, that's foo That's Fufu. Is it Fufu? That's Fufu? Yeah, that's Fufu. Apparently, oh. she wept uh, when his <laughs> owner... looking right at the camera. His owner was calling his name through the home monitor. Oh. And you can play, play the clip, play the clip. It's okay. It's TikTok. Play the clip. That's not TikTok. This? Uh, Oh, is it not TikTok? Oh, is it Chinese TikTok? Click, just play it. Hit, hit play. I don't know. I don't know if it was TikTok. What was it? Oh, yeah. It looks like it's TikTok. I believe it's, it's TikTok, it. man. Anyway, you got the, the video there? TikTok. Where's the video? You went past the video. It was at the top there. Yeah, right there. Watch the video. Mingo. You're probably going to get an ad or something. Oh, one, one quick ad. 30 seconds? Oh. One quick ad, Will. It's worth it. It's a crying cat. Eh. Will's Pass. out. Will's out. Peace out. No Peace. cats. Dogs. Oh, you, you're an anti-cat anti, anti cat No, guy? no. I'm just joking. All right. Usually there's a lot more dogs on TikTok. Maybe it's just my feed. I don't know. The algorithm. You're biased. Definitely. You've got a dog. Okay. Let's just see this. Here we go. We need volume, though. We need volume. Oh, yeah? Go to the beginning. Oh, yeah. See, it's Du Yen. So, it's on Chinese TikTok. This is her coming home now. Did you even see the crying part? I did. No, you didn't. I did. The tearing of the on, eyes. I see it right now. It's on the screen. Yeah. It's I, very cute. Yeah, I don't sure. think it's I don't think it really means much. I think that that, that cat just <laughs> has like watery eyes. But anyway, it got eight million likes in seventeen seconds of video. Look at that. And apparently, uh the, she describes Fufu as shy and clingy adding that the pet loves spending time with her. To ensure Fufu's well-being, Mrs. Meng had arranged enough food and water for him before the trip and would watch <laughs> the footage. That looks like a stuffed animal. It does, yeah. It's crazy, that cat. It's how, how, how much it looks like a plush toy. Yeah. Anyway. It's cute. Anyway, it's a cat. It's a crying cat. It's all the rage. Eight million likes. We're in the wrong business. We just need to get ourselves a foo-foo or something.